Welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Anderson. I decided to end my decade-long love affair with alcohol in 2012 at 29 years old. I chose to live openly as a recovering alcoholic with honesty and humor while figuring it out one day at a time. This space will bring you weekly episodes of my own personal experiences with my addiction and sobriety, as well as me interviewing incredible souls who are living life without drugs and alcohol. This podcast is here to inspire you, empower you, uplift you, and bring you some laughter along the way in your own journey. Sit back, relax, and let's have a time. Welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I am your host and sober pal, Courtney Anderson. You are listening to episode 79. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, it's solo dolo day. That's right. So I will be yakking by myself today. This episode's not going to be a long one because it's just not, <laughs> you know, then I try not to make my solo episodes long. Just sometimes you need to hear something quick and to the point. And I think this topic is a, is a good one of quick and to the point. And I hope I, I make that point very clear towards the end of this episode. But before I get started, if you haven't already, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Follow me on Insta at Sober Vibes. Reach out to me. I always enjoy listening, reading your messages, and connecting with, with you as the listeners. I really do. I really, really do. It makes my day. Also, too, if you need help in your sobriety recovery journey and are looking for coaching, feel free to visit the link in the show notes below or on my website, CourtneyRecovered.com for information on my one-on-one program or look into my Silver Focus Group coaching program. So let's get started today. It's a very short and sweet one, but it really goes into the topic is what to do when your spouse, loved one, significant other doesn't fucking get it. And when I say that, I mean that they do not understand the, the want, need, addiction, love affair to alcohol. It's hard. When I first got sober, I've talked about this many times. Matthew didn't understand it. So when him and I would go out on a Friday night to eat, you know, I would get severe anxiety that first year. Almost to where I like had this, like where where I felt like I was choking on my food. I don't know if that's happened to you before, but it happened to me that first year. I had a friend that she, she went through the same thing and it was really the anxiety that I was sitting there, the loud, the loudness of a Friday night. I also think this contributed to, to, for all the years that I've worked in the restaurant industry, like going on on a Friday night. Yes, it's great, but it's also like, why? You're going to get shitty service, a truth. You're going to get shitty service for the most part. And then waiting and whatnot. That's just my insight. <laughs> like it's really much more enjoyable to go out on like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon around like, oh, I don't know, that three, four o'clock where service is great. It's not loud. It's not crowded. That's just my two cents. Okay. So I used to sit there and then get very, very pissed off and resentful. And you know, resentments are not good for people like us. And I would get resentful that he didn't 
have any, he didn't understand. And then that would make me more pissed that he didn't get it, but it didn't take me until years down the road in some couples counseling in some own work on my own self of that you and your partner, wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, life partner, significant other, whoever your partner, you are not the same person. And when you are not the same person, that also means you do not have the same brain. So I'm sure there's many of you who are listening out there where you have the problem with alcohol and that significant other does not where it's like, oh yeah, they could have a drink or two. But I know there's some people who are listening who has it where the partner has an issue as well. That's a different topic for a different day. This is just you figuring out what to do when your significant other doesn't get it. Curious elixirs are booze-free craft cocktails infused with adaptogens to help you unwind. Whether you're sober or sober curious, toasting your friend or sipping solo, Curious Elixirs is on a mission to create the world's most sophisticated cocktails without the alcohol. Inspired like classics like the Aperol Spritz and Spicy Margarita. Every Curious Elixir is handcrafted with organic ingredients and no refined sugar. Their ingredients include adaptogens and plants that benefit your body, helping you relax and distress without the hangover. They offer one-time orders as well as subscribers-only Curious Cocktail Club to ensure your fridge stays stocked. Order Curious Elixirs online and have it shipped directly to your door at CuriousElixirs.com or you can find the direct link in the show notes below. Remember to use code SOBERVIBES22 at checkout where you will receive $10 off, $50 or more. My personal favorite is number four. You can either order the flavor separately or order a mix pack. I suggest ordering the box with the mixed flavors so you can try them all and have fun with them. I got my husband into them over the holidays and he loved them. Again, you can sip them at dinner. You can bring them over to a friend's house, go into a party. You know, there's there's going to be alcohol there and you don't want to drink. Bring a couple with you. I guarantee you no one will ever know because they really do look like cocktails. The coloring is perfect, perfect, perfect. So just pour over some ice, put some fruit in each one of them, and you are good to go. Remember to use code SOBERVIBES22 at checkout to receive your $10 off your orders of $50 or more. And again, the link is in the show notes below. Enjoy. You are going to get pissed off at them, but I'm going to tell you this right now. That's wasted energy. It's wasted energy when you're on your own healing journey of, of your sobriety and recovery and living a life without alcohol. It's a lot for you to take on and fester and worry about them not understanding. That is why it is key, 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 key to you to build a community around you of people who understand. That way, You can talk about your need, love, want for alcohol with people who get it. And whether that's you go to 12-step meetings, whether you reach out to an online community, find people who are sober, who understand it. It's building that community outside yourself because you're going to need to vent about your 
wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other, husband who's not fucking getting it when you're struggling and have anxiety about going out on a Friday night at a restaurant, you know, because you can't drink. It's hard. It's hard. And it's very easy to get in the resentments, but the resentments only hurt you in the end. They do not hurt anybody else. They hurt you. So it's okay if your partner doesn't get it. It's okay if they don't understand. All you can keep doing is you can express your feelings and let them know, but it's not your responsibility to make them understand. They're going to have to come to that as a point of their own. They might not ever. Honestly, to this day, there's some stuff that Matt doesn't understand on, on my journey with going, you know, with giving up alcohol and in that he doesn't understand it. And I've let it go because it's like, I can't dude, I can't make you understand it. And it's fine. But I have other people to talk to about that. And that's where it's huge with the community aspect. So that's my, my tip for you today is get a community behind you that knows what it's like to sometimes sweat at the thought of living life without alcohol, if that's where you're currently at on your journey. If you're at the journey of your 90 days in and like, okay, you still have some anxiety about going into social settings without, without alcohol find yourself a community of that. If you're at year three and you're having some emotional sobriety issues, find yourself a community who under fucking stands it. And I say that with love today. It's, it's, there's no other, there's no other way to say it other than just find yourself a support system outside of the home, the relationship and what. Because trying to make somebody understand it, now take take this with anything in your life, trying to make somebody understand it who doesn't get it because they have not lived it. You hear that? They have not lived it, so they don't get it. And trying to make them understand is just, again, wasted energy. That's what I have for you today. And I know it's real, real simple and short, but sometimes... That's just what you need to hear. And this this topic of conversation has come up a lot in the past month of, you know, my my spouse, partner, wife, husband, girlfriend doesn't understand that. Now, can you take that into the family aspect of getting into your parents and siblings and whatnot? Absolutely. Friends, the same thing. And the same answer is going to be of find yourself the support system who understands the love for alcohol who understands the breaking up with alcohol, how hard that is to do. And just, you know, the day in day out stuffs of, of the way you coped was with alcohol. I'm telling you, once you get that in, it's like a world of difference because then the relationship doesn't, then they're not resenting a motherfucker. (laughs) Honestly, you're not resenting that person. And it just makes your journey a lot easier. And it makes the relationship a lot easier too. All right. Let me know what you think about this one today. As always, keep on trucking and stay healthy out there. Thanks for listening.